oh, hey, it's the guy who's sitting in the conversation anxiously waiting to tell you this cool fact about this animal you very, very lightly mentioned earlier in your speech, but he doesn't want to interrupt because he doesn't want to derail the conversation, but he also is very excited to see your face after tells you about the um, whatever animal it was. I can't remember. Um, but <laughs> uh, this is Sean Washington, and we are back with another episode of A Little Extra. Now, it has been quite a while. Um, not quite a while, actually. I'm trying to figure out the best schedule for doing these, and we're still trying to figure that out, so bear with me. They're not going to be super consistent yet, but once I figure out what works best with my schedule and also what can be put out consistently, we'll have a set goal with these. So um, today, we are actually going to be talking about something a little bit different. Um, last time, I talked about motivation and my take on that, and I did mention that I was going to do an episode on how I got into bodybuilding. And that is coming, but I feel like more importantly, right now, I need to talk about something else. Um, and basically, because in the first episode and in the trailer, I mentioned that I'm going to be using this as sort of like a personal journal of sorts for myself, where I'm quite a, sort of like keeping up with how I'm doing as far as like mentally and all of that jazz. And basically, like, keep up with a lot of myself. So, this past week has probably been one of the hardest I have ever experienced. Um, last Saturday, well, today is, it's Sunday morning, which I am probably should have recorded this much earlier because I wanted to release it on Sunday. And I don't know if it'll be out today because last time it took... 10 hours for it to upload to Spotify. So who knows if I can get this out in time. Um, but last Saturday, I actually got a call, not a call, um, I got a message that my great-grandmother had passed away. And the funeral was uh, this past Friday. And that was very, very interesting. Um, not interesting as in like, ooh, it was fun. I mean, emotionally from that Saturday to Friday and even blending, not blending, and even spilling out into Saturday. And to be completely honest today, I am still in a very grayed out emotional state, I guess, um, because it's, it's complex. And I know, one, I understand Yes, you're grieving. Grieving will take a long time. Trust me, I've been through this. I understand. Um, I went through this and right before I went off to college. Trust me, I understand that grieving is a long process. I'm still going through it with that one. But it's, um, it's weird because for some reason, this, this um, passing didn't, it affected me more in a very different way than the passing of my stepmom back in 2017, which was right before I went off to college. Um, and it's been very, very interesting to think about. And I have been very closed off and to myself in this past week. I think I posted once. 
maybe once, if at most twice. Um, but it's just been a lot. And I can't say that it's easy, but I've found, I've been talking to people and honestly, one of the things that I do to sort of relax and I get, as we've mentioned before, I'm a string of pop culture quotes and movies and songs. That's how I get through a lot of this stuff. And I listen to what different artists have said and the way writers write. And in the last episode, I believe I mentioned um, The Haunting of Blind Manor being my current re-binge. And that show goes over a lot of grief. And honestly, I've used that a lot in um, my ideology towards grieving lately. And it's very, very, it's honestly beautiful to think about it in the way that they mention it in the show. Because there's the, the usual cliche stuff that, oh, they're never really gone. And yes, and I 100% agree with that. Um, but blending that idea of they're not truly gone until you forget about them. And you get to choose what memories you take with you to tell them, to tell about them. Um, like blending that idea with, I'm a Disney child and I, I'm not sorry about it, um, with the ideas of um, Dia de los Muertos, especially from Coco, um, that their ability to live on is limited by the by the ability for the people who knew them in life to tell stories about them. And that's, and I think that's the most beautiful thing in the world because the, like that thought that there are two deaths or three deaths in some cases, the physical death when you like, of course, pass on. Um, and then the death of when no one in the living world remembers you. And then I guess the third one, if you're being really, really like, ah, which I guess could be number two, if we're being real. But I was going to say, like, if you're like a writer or something, the last time anyone reads anything you wrote. But also, if they're reading it, they'd have to remember you in some way, shape or form. And if they stop it, I guess mm, we'll leave that one up in the air. But and it's just it's amazing to think how humans being such a social species and so inclined to create have made so many different ways to view death this enigmatic like we don't know what death is we can't know um because in order to know you have to die and then come back and it's just that's just a lot of work to be honest, humans are lazy. We're not going to do that. That's just too much work for us. Um, but it's it's taking thoughts like that that has really helped me out in grieving because I know that these two aren't gone. I know anyone who's passed on in my life or even in your life, if this is helping you, isn't really gone until you stop remembering them. And those memories don't have to be bad. They don't have to be something you run away from. And 
it's okay to, for example, this past week, I have cried at least once a day for the past week because of all the all of the complex emotions that come with grieving. But of those, I'd say a majority of them have actually been tears of joy. Um, because I'm not, in, in most cases, I can't say in all of them because I said in most, not all. Um, in a lot of those cases, remembering all of the things that made that person special to me made me so happy it brought me to tears and I was so happy to think that I got to experience this wonderful planet for at least at least 17 to 20 some odd years with this person also here with me and during that time we made memories we got to experience different things and we got to tell our own stories and yes our stories got to intertwine and cross over each other's but at some point each stories even the ones we love have to come to an end which yet again another movie quote mr gordon's wonder emporium one of my favorite movies and that is that's beautiful to me the thought that things will go on the cast changes the setting will change um you'll move to different places you'll experience new things but the story is still the same it's one of persevering, finding love, and enjoying life, even through the darkest times. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be fun every day of life. But what it can be is interesting because we're here. We get to experience all of these amazing things on this really weird and strange and beautiful and complicated planet that we call home. And genuinely, that brings me so much joy to think that I got to experience all of that with those people who who made it better. And that is that's all that's all I've been thinking about lately is the fact that I got to experience this beautiful planet with those people and honestly with you guys and with all the people that I know in real life I, I don't want to see you guys aren't real but like I, I feel like you know what I mean um and I guess that's the one thing that's been keeping me really like it's kept me from being really like depressed about the idea of oh these people are dead it's gone because it's not gone as long as I can remember them as long as I have the ability to tell stories about them they're not gone they'll remain even though not physically here, they'll remain here in some way. They'll remain here in the stories I tell and the way I remember them and in the way that I can share all the joys that they had and all the funny stories and even some of the not so funny or some of the sad stories. But the fact that those stories do exist keeps them here because it makes, it at least helps me feel like they're existing even when all logic and reason says they aren't. And I'm okay with that because it's not about reason. It's not about logic. So I think that's mostly what I wanted to say. Um, I'm going to end this one. It's going to be a bit shorter. Um, actually, maybe I just, I think the other episode was just really long and I was probably rambling if I'm honest. Um, but I, I do want to end this one here. Um, 
yeah, I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. And actually, uh, let me get ready and let me grab the sheet that I have for the animal fact today. So some of my favorite animals are owls. Um, and there are three things that everyone knows about owls. That some of them are a little bit more true than others. Um, one is owls can turn their heads all the way around. Now, that's not entirely true, but what is cool about that is they have so many bones in their neck, they can turn their head in either direction 270 degrees. So they can kind, it looks like they can swivel their heads 360, but it's just, I mean, any animal doing that would mean like you've just broken your neck. So no, but it's really cool. Now, the reason goes into number two, um, the idea that owls are really smart. The truth is they aren't. Their brains are very, very small compared to many other birds. And they have to be because their eyes are so large. Um, which I said that links into number one, how they turn their heads. And it will, I promise. If you were to like take an owl and like break, uh, not break, like dissect it, cut the skull open, you'd see the majority of the skull space is taken up just by those two eyes. And they are so big that they kind of look like, um, they aren't like our eyes where they're spherical and they're more round. Their eyes kind of look like a, an, a light bulb um, with the larger end sitting in the back and the smaller end sitting up front that the pupil has in it. That basically helps them collect much more light than our eyes can. But because of that weird shape, they can't turn their eyes like you can't look without turning your head. So they have to be able to smooth their head on a dime, be able to swivel in order to look in any other direction. Um, also with that, owls are relatively stubborn, um, according to um, a lot of different falconry people who have kept them. And they are also um, very, very, very... Um, I don't want to say simple-minded because I still love them. They are just not as intelligent as you would believe. Um, but that's two facts. The third one is that owls fly silently. Now, this isn't true of all owls. Not all owls have that ability because not all owls need that. Um, normally, when people think of that, they think of the barn owls, which are the owls with the heart-shaped faces, um, or the great horned owls and like the other large strigidae where it's sort of like forest owls where it's barred owls um great horned and like the great gray owls the big beautiful oh god the huge ones i love them um i'd love to see a great gray owl in my life that'd be all i half of what i want um but that is basically due to their front flight feathers have a comb-like shape or comb-like bristles that actually break the air up before it hits the feather. That way, what you hear when things are flying is just the wind rushing by them and like whoosh, that big whooshing sound. But with that, with those comb-like shapes, it breaks up the wind to the point where it's already broken up by the time it hits the feather, so you don't hear any of that. And in a test, they took a barn owl and flew it over, I want to say it was four mics. And at one point, the only sound they heard during that was a light brush, and that was because the barn owl brushed against the mic. They didn't actually hear the wings, the wing beats of the owl. So, really cool, silent hunters, not 
super smart, but they are very deadly and they're beautiful and we love them. So have a great day.